What's up, guys? It's Mickey, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. All right, we are in the second week of August. We are pushing through, and before we know it, we'll already be in September, and then after that, we'll be in fall, which I'm too excited about, and the best time of the year is on the way, which is football season. Yes, college football me, please. And not only will it be football season, it'll be getting cold. It'll be the holidays. It'll be birthday season. It'll be big aqua season. It's just the greatest time of the year is coming up. Or I understand how we can feel like the worst depending on the circumstances. But the goal is to find a little bit of joy and everyday life, right? We're all trying to do that. Also, I wanted to say big shout out to Japan. If you haven't started following the official Blank Canvas IG page, follow it at blank underscore canvas official on IG. You guys can send me topics you want me to discuss, catch up on some of the things that we talked about in previous episodes and just different little things that I share. But shout out to Japan for joining the BK family. Konnichiwa. Hi, we are happy to have you here. I am super ecstatic. Another um, place that I want to give a little special love and attention to is Puerto Rico. You guys have been consistent. You guys have still been growing. And whoever listens to me out there in Puerto Rico, thank you for being consistent. Thank you for staying and thank you for your support. And I do notice, I do notice. So I hope this makes you feel a little special. All right, guys, let's get into this week's episode, shall we? So the first thing that I want to talk about is what do you do when you have a problem with someone and you feel like they still don't understand your side? Do you drop it or do you keep it going? And for me personally, I think, well, you know, I say this a lot. It's levels to everything. Wait, can you guys hear the birds? Of course, as soon as I take a pause, they stop talking. I just want to see, could you guys hear the birds? Shout out to the birds in the background this morning. But so my question, what do you do when you have a problem with someone and you feel like they didn't get your, understand your point? Do you drop it or do you keep it going? I always say that it is levels to everything and everybody in life. But what is the right solution? How do you know when it's time to keep pushing your point or to drop it? I think it depends on each situation, of course. If you drop it every time and the other person still doesn't understand your point, then the root isn't solved and it's a high key chance it's going to show up again in some form. But there's also the other side to that. Like, is this worth it? How much are you going to force your point across? And even at the risk of maybe pushing the person away altogether or ruining every moment that you have with them, I would think that, could be drastically annoying or it could turn into where the other person's like, I do not look forward to seeing you anymore or vice versa. It could be the other way around. And then another question that comes up in my head when I think about this is, is this worth it? Like how much are you going to force your point across to the point where you could push that person away altogether or literally ruin every moment that you have with them? And I think at some point it needs 
to be addressed, but sometimes it takes time for people to get it and understand your viewpoint. And if they never do, then you decide if them not understanding your viewpoint on a situation, because each one is different, is a deal breaker for you. Um, Something else that I want to talk about is something that I've learned about myself when it comes to shutting down. Um, I, listen, I'm always kind of doing introspective work. Is that the right word, guys? I'm always looking within. (laughs) At least I try to. And in the moments when I don't check in with myself, what a whirlwind. But I try to take time to quiet myself and check in with myself. So these are some things that I discovered recently about myself, what I do, how I act, maybe some reasoning behind it about me shutting down. As you guys know that I am a pro at doing, not always a flex, sometimes can be a curse depending on how often, how when period I'm using it and so forth and so on. So something that I've learned for myself is I don't, I literally have to fight the urge to do it. Um, And I was recently going through something and I was like, not, this wasn't in like a full shutdown moment at all, like nowhere near, but just the idea and the thought I have to like talk myself back from walking off the cliff of immediately want to shut down and not be bothered with people. And as I was talking to God about it and I was, you know, reflecting on myself and my behavior and why I, I, you know, I respond the way that I do to certain things, the thought came up to me that this is also just like slightly, or maybe not even slightly high key in some instances, just immature on my part. Um, Like, honestly, as I was sitting there thinking about it, I was like, I, this is getting on my own nerves. Not the fact that I have to sit here and do the work and figure out why and how I got to be at a place where shutting down is easy for me or shutting down is one of my first go-tos. But the work itself to get there wasn't necessarily annoying. And I'm not saying that it won't be for you. It possibly can be. for, But for me, it's not. It's just the fact that I was shutting down still, period. Or the fact that that is my... Uh, I don't really know if I want to say this like this, but it feels like sometimes that can be my natural default setting, my first go-to to do it. The only reason I said I didn't want to say it like this is because I don't know if that's my natural default setting. And I don't want to say that it is if it isn't, but I mean, it's so prevalent that I can pretty much say if it's not my default setting, I have inadvertently somehow made it uh, a backup default setting for myself and it honestly annoys me it it annoyed me as I was sitting there thinking like what is another way that I can handle this why is this my natural like first go-to response and then looking at it from different angles I was like this is maturity immaturity on my part because and I'm not saying that every time a person shuts down that it means that they're immature absolutely not saying that at all like I you know guys I'm a big advocate for get away from people, sit with yourself, and then, okay, not only just sit with yourself, but be in the presence of God and even shut yourself up at times so you can hear the truth and the correct word. And Because even sometimes our thoughts can be tainted by us and others and so forth and so on. And sometimes it's good to get away and be still. But for me, 
I don't want to weaponize me shutting down. You know, I feel like we can weaponize love. We can weaponize vulnerability. We can weaponize silence. We can weaponize anything that we really choose to. And I don't want to use shutting down as an excuse. You know, I am this way. So that's what it is. Because we all know that we can put in work to change ourselves for the better. I don't want to use it as a... um, like defense coping mechanism. Like this is the only way that I feel like I can get through in life is if I do it, if I shut down and I do it this way, because there are, there's more than one way and every situation is different. So I seriously highly doubt that me shutting down is necessary in every situation. Right. (laughs) So uh, it started to annoy me as I was sitting there and I was doing some self-reflection and thinking on it. And another thing that came up in me realizing how highly immature it is on my part, depending on the situation, because again, shutting down is not necessarily always a bad thing, but for me, it can come from a place of immaturity, depending on what is going on or whatever, because sometimes it's not that deep to shut down. Sometimes it's just like, okay, this is an icky feeling. You can't shut down because it's an icky feeling. Like deal with it, process it, go through it. Because in some kind of way, you're kind of like dramatizing it a little bit or dragging it out. Well, I'm not going to say you. I'm speaking for myself. In some ways, I can be kind of dramatizing it or dragging it out and just making it bigger than what it is. And I don't know if it's the fact that I'm an overthinker. I don't know if it's the fact that, you know, quote unquote female and we tend to be a little more more emotional, but I am an Aquarius. So we look from a more logical standpoint when it comes to our emotions, which, you know, like we'll think it out before just a hundred percent feeling it out. And it's not that Aquariuses don't have feelings. We absolutely do. We just, I don't know how to describe it, the way our brains just take time to dissect and analyze, okay, this is why I feel the way I feel. Or once we get to the root issue or something, we're kind of like, I don't really feel it as much as I did in the beginning because I understand. Or even if I don't understand, I also understand the concept of it just is what it is. So sometimes me shutting down just drags it out and it's highly unnecessary or it amplifies a situation that maybe is it's a big deal but it's not that big of a deal to drag it out or to work myself up to make me feel extra sad or extra isolated or extra alone or let because sometimes my shutdowns can trigger different things in me okay so yes I've shut down and I may not have a bunch of opinions but now I've shut down And because I'm in my shutdown stage, I have time to think of all the other shitty things. And that can, my shutdown can start working against me versus being helpful, which is why I want to stress the point of, yes, shutting down isn't bad, but please make sure you're doing it in the right way, in the right situation, and in the healthiest form that you possibly know how to do and can do for yourself. That's just my suggestion. And... Like I said, I get that's the way that I process things, but I also want to just try to find healthier ways to think about it differently. Because like, I don't think that every situation calls for an immediate shutdown or even a temporary shutdown. I had gotten to the point with certain situations where my first response is, okay, instantly mad, shut down, blah, 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 not talking. And it can leave for days and days and days or something, or just a longer period of time. 
And then it would be like, okay, in my head, this triggers me. Why does this trigger me? Okay, let's work through it. So now I may not shut down for as long, but it's the fact of I still shut down, I don't know, five, 10 minutes or change the mood within five, 10 minutes. And I'm currently working on trying to not even let it get to that point, to feel it to not instantly want my mind to start racing and thinking of the worst or to not instantly just not think about anything at all not feel anything at all. And I, for me personally, I don't know how it is for everybody else. I can feel my shutdowns are not just mentally or emotionally. Like I can feel the shutdown happen in my body. I literally withdraw. If my body, if the human body had a shell, I would literally withdraw with, in my shell. Do you understand? Like I can feel it happening in every aspect of myself, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And so that is a taxing experience within itself in a sense to consistently um, let that be my first response to things or situations that might not necessarily make me feel comfortable or re-trigger me in some kind of ways. And as I was thinking of how it annoyed me and I was thinking of how immature it can be and a lot of the situations, I'll say in a lot of the situations that I've had here recently, I think it was from a place of immaturity. I don't think it was from a place of, now I will say maybe it triggered me wanting to protect myself from certain things, but all within that, I still think the way that I went about handling it was from a place of being immature I will say that and it made me have the thought of just like girl get it together (laughs) I literally sat down and had the conversation with myself like girl get it together like we have to find a new way to deal with things a healthier way to deal with things because if not I will run the risk of it costing me everything and starting first with the acknowledgement of the shutting down that it's happening, that I'm doing it. Is it coming from a place of wisdom? Is it coming from a place of lack of maturity? Then finding new and health, new ways and healthier ways. And then not only finding them, because it's one thing to know about it. It's another thing to put in the word to find it. But the most important step is besides acknowledgement itself, is literally implementing. Now I have to be disciplined enough to implement the new healthier ways, whether it's communicating or processing. Because sometimes it's, okay, I mean, I I may know how to talk to another person. Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) Depending on what you're talking to me about at the moment, maybe I have the maturity to talk about it. But I'm immature with the way that I want to process my emotions through it. That has an effect too. So maybe it's not always about communicating with another person. Maybe it's the way we communicate to ourselves in a sense, the way that we process um, different thoughts, different words, different emotions and feelings and things that it can stir up in us from either previous situations or the fact that this feels like deja vu from something else, or this is so new that I don't know how to process this. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a lack of maturity in the way that we handle certain situations ourselves. And so that's something else I was trying to be very self-reflective of. But it made me literally tell myself, like, girl, get it together. Because I don't 
I don't want me shutting down or I don't want the way that I process certain things to just block me and be a hindrance in any form or cause me to lose things that are meant to be in my life forever or at least meant to be for a hell of a long time or help. I don't want to help myself cheat myself out of experiences that I'm supposed to be able to fully enjoy because I don't know how to process in a healthy way. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to you guys. So I asked myself, will I still shut down? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I know myself. I know that it's going to take not just moving out of wisdom, but literally hella discipline, hella discipline to not want to go to my maybe, maybe not default setting of shutting down. So will I still shut down? Absolutely. And I'm human. So of course it's going to happen. Do I want it to be my first response every time though? No, absolutely not. And I do think there can be a difference between shutting down and stepping back to not act off of emotion. So, you know, sometimes you can be in a situation and it's like hype and intense and if you're quick to respond, quick to respond, quick to respond. Sometimes you're saying shit out of anger that you don't mean, or sometimes you're saying stuff under pressure and you're like, oh, I didn't mean that either. And shoulda, coulda, woulda doesn't always take back what we say or the things that we do when we're overwhelmed or we're really angry or we're really triggered. Like sometimes because you're coming from a hurt place, you're going to lash out and you're going to try to hurt the the person or the people involved. But even though we can all be forgiven, it still doesn't change the fact that it happens. And it still doesn't change the fact that sometimes a shift can occur that changes a relationship forever just because of you lashing out in a moment. So I, like I always say, I do think that sometimes going silent you know, not always trying to weaponize it in a sense. And I'm not one to talk. I weaponize silence very, very well. I grew up in a household um, where my stepfather was really good at giving us the silent treatment and he would not talk to us. It wasn't just the children, like any of us. He would not talk to any of us if he was upset with us. And I remember in my childhood, the only way that he would come around and talk to us is we would have to apologize to him. We would have to be like, okay, I'm sorry that I did this, this, and this. Never really acknowledgement of how he treated us or why we even behaved the way that we did in the first place. And a lot of times I am a rebel and I am really stubborn and that is still in me. Do you hear me, BK? That is still in me. And I remember thinking in my childhood, oh, this makes me slightly resentful. This makes me not want to apologize because then my apologies started being, they weren't sincere because I'm like, I'm apologizing because I have to, not because I want to. It, It messed up the relationship in the sense of... I'm like, why am I the only person? Like when I could start analyzing how relationships were supposed to be, I don't care whether it's parent to child, coworker to coworker, parent to grandchild, friend to friend, spouse to spouse, partner to partner. I don't care. Why is it not reciprocal? It should not always be one-sided. And it was kind of teaching us early on that 
for him to have a relationship with him, you better be accountable for all your stuff and how you make him feel, but he wasn't going to be accountable for how he made you feel. And if for some reason he apologized, the apology was only to be like, well, I said sorry, even though I never acknowledged what I was actually sorry for. And I'm just saying sorry to say sorry. And I'm saying sorry. So you can never call me out on never saying sorry. Like, I know I did a shitload of things, but you remember that one time I said sorry? And then I had friends where we could break down every situation and we can acknowledge, hey, I hurt you in this moment by doing X, Y, and Z. And an apology didn't come because they had to. An apology came because they wanted to give the apology because they wanted to acknowledge how they made me feel. And so I think through friends and even like the relationship with my mom, my mom is a parent who was always big on apologizing to her kids if she messed up she she's huge on that she's she never cared that she was the adult she never cared that she was the mom you know like if she messed up she was she would be accountable and she'd be like hey I probably didn't say this the best way or I probably didn't come from the best place with this I apologize do you forgive me let's work on it and do better and even the relationship with my mom the stark difference between that absolutely made me respect my stepdad even less in the relationship or the lack thereof relationship that we had because I'm like my own mom can you know uh have accountability and apologize and she didn't just do this with me she did it with my step siblings she does this with you know everybody in her life but I'm like it's not just even like you know some people are gonna want to use the blood on blood card it's not even that like she did it with my step-sibling she does it with her children and I mean she looks at all of us as her children anyways so I don't know it was just never a separation and so the fact that my mom could do it but he couldn't or chose not to it put extra emphasis on I don't want this from any relationship in my life I don't care if it's a parent I don't care if it's family I don't care if it's business I don't care if it's friendship I want and desire reciprocal and so I say that all to say that I do think that there can be a difference between shutting down and stepping back to not act off emotion because you just don't want to you don't want to have quick responses that can just leave a lasting impact or change the relationship altogether. and I just think learning the difference between the two it just takes proper balance it takes can it takes different trial and error because sometimes you're going to get it right because even after you know the tools and you have the discipline and you're implementing them sometimes you'll still get it wrong because you're human or sometimes you'll misread a situation because it, it showed up differently in your past uh before but it's something completely do new now or just you know slightly different and we may respond wrong like we're human. It's inevitable. Don't be so hard on yourself. Make sure you give yourself grace and just learn the difference between shutting down in the right moment and not shutting down just to avoid uncomfortable feelings or just to, uh, because you don't want to deal with anything at all or just to weaponize it, like all of that. Learn from me. Shut down at the right time, which is stepping away getting in silence to really figure out the proper and healthy way to move and not just shutting down for avoidance or to hurt somebody or hurt their feelings, you know, make them miss you, make them want you, like something like that. Like don't weaponize the shutting down 
um, we're trying to come from a place of, well, I'll speak for myself. I'm trying to come from a place of a healthier, more healed, more mature place, not necessarily moving out of lack of discipline and wisdom and coming from a place of pain or hurt. And one of my last points that I just wanted to talk about with in this, you know, the whole shutting down and what do you do? Do you, what do you do when you have a problem with somebody and they don't get your point? Do you drag it out or do you keep it going? I think the last thing that I had on this self-reflection of trying to get better as a person for myself was one of my key things that I had when I had disagreements with people, especially, especially, and emphasis especially on if they are like my top priority people in my life is, okay, disagreements are going to happen, but let's not drag it out, right? Let's work on it, fix it. If we can't, let's just let it go for now. But don't hold on to the anger and frustration and don't let it take you away from the good moments and take me away from the good moments. That was one of my things that I prided myself on. And during this time of self-reflection and truly figuring out, doing some shadow work and trying to dig deep on why am I responding certain ways or why am I doing certain things and praying and talking to God and being in his presence. And he revealed, you know, he revealed some things that I still need to work on myself and some things that he's still trying to prune out of me. And that was one of them. I used to pride myself on that. And I don't know where that went, you know, because even when it came to people that were close to me, I started acting off of one, like that, everybody's guaranteed to wake up tomorrow or that everybody is guaranteed to even live within the next 30 seconds. You know, like every breath we take is a blessing. Every breath we take is not because of us. It's because of God. And every breath that our loved ones take is not because of them or because of us. It's because of God. So to know that we can drag out these moments and just think that I'll have time to fix it is a little arrogant. It's a little cocky. It's a little oh girl, like you really forgot how much lack of control you have. Oh girl, you really forgot that you're so accustomed to breathing. You don't even think about it throughout the day, you know, unless like you're sick or you take a cough or something or you sneeze or something, you know, something that makes you think like, hmm, that's funny. Like my breath is a little off. My breath is a little different, you know, like simple things of a breath. We take it for granted. Simple things of I have a voice to be able to do this podcast. It's easy to take for granted because we use them. We have them, you know? So that's always been one of my big things. And I realize that's something that I've completely been lacking on and something that I am putting in major effort to try to fix that as well. Not only not shutting down in the worst times, but also about just trying to move, get over it quicker. And it's not to rush the healing process because some stuff is just going to take what it takes. It's going to take as long as it takes to heal in each person and everybody's timeline is different and every situation is different, right? But some stuff I can put in more effort to heal a lot quicker 
to get through it a lot quicker, to process it a lot quicker. I have stopped even putting up the fight sometimes to, you know, get it out. And is it because I'm coming from a place of, and I think it depends on the situation again, because is it, I'm coming from a place of, okay, I just don't have the fight to do it. Or is it coming from a place of like, well, I'm hurt. So you're going to know why I'm hurt. And I am entitled to be as hurt, hurt for as long as I want to, because I'm hurt. Right. And then you start thinking like, mm, this is selfish. Mm, this is coming from a place of ego. Mm, this is coming, a place of coming from a place of hurt. Mm, this is coming from a place of being unhealed. You know, you start thinking of stuff like that. And my big thing is it used to be if you have a disagreement with somebody, okay, no matter who it is, but especially your people, don't let it ruin the whole day. Don't let it ruin your whole day. And the fact that I used to be so big on that and I'm not anymore, it kind of makes me a little, when I was thinking about it, it made me a little sad. I'm not sad about it right now, but it made me a little sad. Like it just really made me check myself like, damn girl, get it together. We got work, you know, like we got some healing to do. We got some work to do. We need to get on it. We need to be on top of it. And I don't really know when (laughs) I started to lose that or I don't, I mean, because it's still there in a sense, but I am actively not using it. Like I used to be very conscious of it, I think a couple of years ago and I don't know, I was very intentional. So maybe it's because I've been around such good people that almost take them for granted in a sense, you know, because we're always looking at ways, well, I'm taking for granted this way. You don't appreciate me here. But then when you look at it from the other side, in a sense, we can be taking the other person for granted. So maybe the reason that I was so intentional, besides just, you know, that being one of my things in the beginning, is the fact that I had people that I consistently had to kind of check in. Like, am I, is this this being reciprocated? Am I being appreciated? Are they being appreciated? Um, or just dealing with so many bad moments that you'd be like, fuck it. There's so many bad moments in every every other area of my life. I don't want bad moments with you either. So let's just get over it. Like, I think there's a lot of factors that play into it. For me, I'll say. I think there's a lot of factors that play into it. But I don't really know when I kind of stop being, keeping it in the forefront of my mind, kind of like with gratitude. When we stop focusing on the things that we're grateful for or that we're appreciative of, it just becomes so easy to get wrapped up in self. It gets so easy to get wrapped up in life and ego and just really look, I don't care how much you really think, like I'm looking at it from the other person's perspective and you really may be. But when you sit down and you go deep, okay, and then you go a little deeper and a little deeper and a little deeper you will discover that, oh shit, that's not coming from a place that I thought it was. Even after doing the work, it's it's a deeper, longer route than even I knew. And I have to do the work to, you know, prune it and get it right. Well, pull the weeds up completely. But if we're talking about the vine, prune me, God, prune me and turn me to some good, good wine, you know? So... Like I was saying, if the person was really valuable to me, and I mean like I value them in a high regard as a person, not what they can do for me, then I would implement this rule really quickly. And like I said, however along the way, even the people closest to me, 
they aren't getting that same grace anymore. And that really bothers me. So I'm going to try to put it back in the forefront of my mind to be very intentional about that again, just not dragging it out. If it's like I said, some stuff you can't help that you feel the way that you feel, you can't help how long it takes to process. But for the stuff that I can, I have to start being intentional and disciplined again about let's shorten this shit up because how dare I take the breath of my body or the breath in yours and just as if I'm going to have this time to fix it. I may not have this time to fix it. And what is it to ruin a whole day or ruin this moment? And this may be the last moment that I have with you or the last words that I say to you. It's just, you know, it's not worth it. And there's always so many things going on and our lives individually and the world collectively that when you look around, you think like this shit, not that deep. This shit is not that deep or, oh my goodness, there's somebody going through something so much worse. And it's not to downplay how you feel, right? Because our feelings are valid and the things that we go through are valid and what somebody can handle another person maybe cannot and vice versa. But sometimes you need that perspective shift to be like, yeah, this sucks, but do you know it could be worse? Or I remember when I used to pray to not have these kind of problems at all. And the problems that I have are nothing compared to the problems that I used to have. Again, kind of shifting back to that point of gratitude or whatever. And I think I had got to a point, which is a blessing within itself, that God had kind of put some really freaking awesome people in my life that I didn't necessarily have to question. You know what I mean? I didn't have to kind of do a double toilet looking at you around the corner of my eye. It was more so whether it was from a place of insecurity, whether it was from a place of trust issues, whether it was from a place of, um, now I overextended myself in the past. So I'm going to be hell bent on not overextending myself in the future, whether it was from a place of that, whether it was from a place of ego and so forth and so on, you know, I stop extending that grace. And just because I'm blessed with really good people that I don't necessarily have to check as much as I used to in the past, it doesn't mean that I should take them for granted. Because in a sense, the same whiny, diny complaining that I'm doing about, you didn't appreciate this, you know? <laughs> like, why, blah, 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 woe is me. Woe is them. You know, woe is them for having to put up with me. Woe is them for it always being like, you're wrong here. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong here. I'm going to tell you how you hurt me, but not taking the time to flip it around enough and be like, well, damn, am I always hurting you? If I'm always hurting you, then what the, why are we even in each other's lives? If I'm always this much of a problem if I'm always hurting you this bad or if it's always something maybe I want to talk to you because there's always some you know like all of these things can be taken into perspective when you sit down and you do the work to really reflect on why you do what you do how you got here and really dive deep and I mean deep 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 and not just surface level of why we have certain responses and the way that we do okay now I will say this I do think one of the ways how I got here slightly and just slightly and this is not an excuse because either way it's bad and I need to do better but just slightly I think the reason that I, w I got here 
where I'm not extending that same grace, even to the people closest to me, like I used to back in the day, is because I have gotten to a very selfish state in a sense where it's like you've caused me an inconvenience, whether it's a feeling, an emotion, a trigger or whatever, and I don't have time for this. And so that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about me wanting to shut down, not want to, you know, deal with it at all. And, you know, of course, I don't mean over like really minor petty things, but I mean like some major or what may quote unquote feel like major. But again, looking at perspective, maybe it's something that I can put in effort. I'm going to have to put in a little work to get over a little quicker. And maybe selfishly, I don't want to put in that work to get over a little quicker because sitting in pain is easier like even though it sucks sitting in that is easier not having to really process why I feel the way I feel or how did I get myself here or how did I allow somebody to do me like this and da 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 it's easier to just avoid it you know what I mean so I think that again I was in a or have been in a very selfish state which is what I'm trying to work to get out of and my life and the people around me need a very specific type of Mickey right now. Like, personally, I'm in survival mode. I'm not in thriving mode. Um, I've said on a couple episodes in the back, in the past, which you guys should go check out any of them because they're all amazing, <laughs> um, that there have been some shift changes and some different things happening. So right now, I know for a fact that I'm in survival mode. With that being said, there is danger with being in um, survival mode. Maybe that means I'm working from a place of ego a little bit, working from a place of selfishness. Uh, Maybe I am using coping mechanisms to protect myself that may not be the healthiest, aka shutting down and different things like that. So just because I'm in survival mode isn't necessarily a good thing and not necessarily my fault, but I mean, it just is what it is. I can learn to be in survival mode and still, again, just find a more mature, healthier way to deal with it. So where this selfish part I think comes in is I don't want, nor do I have the time to question people who really want the best for me. So if I peep something, I I instantly feel the urge to want to cut it out. If I feel some type of way, I want to cut it out. If I feel like you're not understanding where I'm cutting from, I just want to cut, 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 like cut it out. And again, during my self-reflection time and my prayer with God, thank you. This is why it's so important to sit in like God's presence because you'll be like, God, this, them, them, them. And he'll be like, oh, that's cute. You, you, you. Right? (laughs) he'll call us out so quick which is what we need if we really want to grow and we truly want to be better and his call out can be trusted you don't have to worry that it's a tainted call out you don't have to worry that it's coming from a place of like hateration or something from another human being like you know he's coming from a good place because he truly wants you to work on it and he truly wants you to be better so as I was talking to him about this as well I just thought like that's so fucked up and selfish of me like so fucked up and selfish because everybody is going through something and we're all fighting our own battles. Who the fuck do I think I am to be like the way you are and you're responding in my life right now needs to benefit me or you're doing me a disservice and I don't want to deal with it. 
Like, excuse me, hello, girl. Who the fuck do you think you are? Talking to self here. Like, who do I think I am with that? Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Absolutely bye. I sound ridiculous to my own self. And I think I've always had a lot to carry in life and not just for me, but others as well. And it never felt like the right time for me to be sad about what's happening or going on in life because everybody can't be sad at the same time. Somebody has to hold it together. If we all go down, then it's like, what the fuck? Are we all ever going to get up or just keep staring at each other from the bottom? And I used to be really good at carrying my shit and everybody else's until life was like, that's cute yeah look at her how cute she thinks she can carry it all no matter how heavy it was and no matter how uh just how much of it it was and then I broke I broke that was what my deep dark depression was it was me trying to carry everything it was literally life slowing down enough to be like oh you gotta deal with this that's some childhood stuff you got to deal with. There's some stuff you've recently experienced in high school, maybe college. You got to deal with it. Now you're trying to figure out how to be a young adult and you still have all this baggage from your childhood and the stuff you've added on within the recent years. Okay, that's cute. You got to deal with it. And if you don't, oh, and then still carry the stuff that you're carrying for everybody else. And I know it's getting heavy for you, but you said you got this, Mickey. You said you, you got this. You don't need help. You don't need the people that God has, you know, let be in your life for a reason to help you. You got this girl, carry it. And I carried it and I carried it until I broke. Literally crashed and burned and into a deep depression. I broke. But you can hear about that in the episode titled, Here Comes the Sun. And being in survival mode is, it's just dangerous. Because sometimes you're reckless, extremely selfish, can act from a place of ego more than one may realize. And as I was doing my self-reflection and talking to God, I realized a lot of my responses may be coming from a selfish and ego and immature place. And that's not okay. And thankfully, he gave me the revelation. Now I'm going to be disciplined enough to put in the work and find healthier ways to process because I have to learn the healthy balance of carrying my shit and still being there for everyone without killing myself in the process. I can't be so selfish that it causes me to break mentally. And I can't be so selfish that I cut out any discomfort in any form instantly shutting down, even if it's not from a healthy place and the right perspective of shutting down, right? Discomfort isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes it's a warning signal. All right, guys, it's all the time that we have this week on Blank Canvas. As always, thank you for your continuous support. Make sure you guys head over to Instagram and follow the official Blank Canvas IG page. I'll link it in the bio below. Also, make sure you like, subscribe, and share on whichever podcast platform you're listening on. Thank you guys so much for all your support. I can't wait to see what we talk about next week. All right, guys. Bye.